0: Okay. uh, Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm so happy to be here today to talk about the show, Shameless. I'm joined with uh, Megan, Miguel, and Kennedy, all of whom have tackled different aspects of this show. So just some background information. Shameless is an American drama, which is sort of a remake of a a British show that's also called Shameless. Um, The American version premiered on January 9th, 2011, and the final episode premiered on April 11th, 2021. Uh, John Wells is the executive producer of the show and, fun fact, has a no-script-on-set rule. In this version of the show, the Gallagher family grows up on the south side of Chicago and are incredibly poor. Frank, the father, is an alcoholic who collects disability checks and doesn't really have a job and sort of ends up uh, getting taken care of by Fiona, uh, the eldest daughter, who works several jobs and runs the house, almost like she replaces the family's absent mother. Philip, or Lip, is uh, the eldest son and is incredibly smart and uses that gift in different ways, uh, by, for example, taking tests or tutoring for money. Uh, Ian is the second son. He seems pretty reserved, but we find out early on in the show that he's gay. And um, at the point of the show that we're covering today, uh, Lip is the only person in the family who knows And we also find out that Ian is working at a cash and grab and is hooking up with the shop owner, Cash. Uh, Carl is one of the younger sons who doesn't really show up very much in the first few episodes, but we find out that he enjoys catching and torturing stray animals. Uh, Debbie is the youngest daughter of Frank, and she's very sweet and strongly influenced by the things around her. And finally, there's Liam who's sort of still just any normal toddler at like the beginning of the show, not really having very many like defining personality traits. So for today, our group is mostly just focusing on the first episode and potentially the first few episodes. And I'm going to start by introducing you guys to Megan, uh, who is a little prepared about the negative na- narrative. Yeah.
1: Uh, hello, everyone. My role is the narrative role. And I'll be talking about the Todorovs narrative theory in the show, Shameless, Turdorf's definition of the five narrative states are equilibrium, disruption, recognition of disruption, repair, and lastly, the new equilibrium. The equilibrium, or should I say the world and or environment at the beginning of the show has gotta be one of the most unique openings to a show in my eyes because in Shameless, these kids have such a great mindset on how to keep their household very organized and they all pitch in and helping around the house. The Gallagher family are made up of six siblings living in a low-income neighborhood in Chicago, with only depending on themselves to make money to cover up all the housing bills and the food on their table. With both their parents, Monica and Frank, neglecting all of them and leaving them to feed themselves, the six siblings are basically being raised by their eldest sibling, Fiona, who was in her early 20s. As we can already tell, Seamus' equilibrium isn't the best example of the American dream. This has provided enough information on their whole storyline. From just watching the first episode, that is why our group is deciding to choose this episode to focus on because there's just so much family drama in just the 50 minutes. Now, moving on to the second narrative state from the Todorovs' theory is the disruption. In other words, the problem that has caused the equilibrium to be unsettled. In this episode of the Shameless, We get a taste of Fiona's social life involving lots of drinking, partying, hanging out at home, interrupted by the cops knocking on her door, pretty much just delivering a drunk, passed out old man into her kitchen, who happens to be her father, Frank Gallagher. The recognition of the disruption is when Fiona and the kids start to get more irritated and grow stronger hatred towards Frank. It has always been typical of Frank to show up to their house drunk, passed out on the floor. In need of warm shelter and it's come to the point where Fiona and all the other kids feel stronger hate towards him. Seeing their father pass out on the kitchen floor for the hundredth time has made them all realize how tired and unfair it is for Fiona and everyone else to step up for her siblings to give them a better life, a life her and the other two eldest siblings, Lip and Ian, never had as their parents. The fourth state of narrative is the repair the repair comes from each of the siblings becoming more and more done and unremorseful with Frank, especially if his everyday goal is to beg his kids for money, drink, and do drugs. Knowing that Fiona has neglected was neglected as a child and left with all the responsibility of taking care of her younger siblings, she tries to repair the family's disruption of Frank's ignorance by trying to m- remind the children that they were a terrible parent. Although it is also their mother, Monica's fault, they mostly just blame Frank for more of it because Monica ran away from the family in the past and she just left Frank all alone to take care of the family. And obviously we know that he has failed to do so. Fiona reminds her younger siblings about the past of being left to survive on their own by Frank and threatening all of their lives, living lives with being taken into the foster care by CPS. With the acknowledgement, Fiona is not exactly teaching her younger siblings to hate Frank and Monica, but she is teaching them not to trust them exactly. And if they beg, and if their parents beg for favors and forgiveness, they choose not to forgive them. And they they have to encounter that they they are choosing selfishness over stepping up to, the, to take care of their own children. The last but best state in Todorov's negative narrative theory is the new equilibrium. The new equilibrium focuses on the repair and finding out if the repair actually worked or not to create a more balanced world for the main characters towards the end of the show. I don't necessarily think that the repair worked because when it comes to Frank and his kids, they all tend to just let him be and just be himself as the same drunk self around the house because he would always just find himself coming back to the Gallagher house and no matter how many times they say no and lock the doors. At the end of the episode, the first season, the show ends with Frank on the floor, like usual, just passed out drunk once again, while everyone is eating breakfast at the dinner table. This has started to become a regular Gallagher thing, and these kids are used to seeing their father either drunk, passed out, or awake and asking his kids for favor. It's become their new normal until the day comes when they get the courage to finally kick him out officially. And that pretty much sup- sums up uh, my take on Shameless's interesting narrative. Thank you, Megan. Um, I did find it really interesting that you
0: mentioned that the show, or like I guess specifically like the first episode, it didn't really have an equilibrium to begin with, and it also never really ended with a new equilibrium, which kind of keeps the show like running. Um, and it's also like kind of just because the the Gallagher house is like so chaotic and is changing like, basically hour to hour, um, it sort of makes the American life seem, like, a little too chaotic for everyone in the family, and which may be the reason that uh, Frank sort of just, like, leaves within the first few episodes and, like, ends up moving in with Karen and Sheila because it, like, makes his life a lot simpler. Um, But then there's still, like, Fiona, who's, like, he stays back and tries to, you know, hold down the house and convince the kids that, like, they can still make it like they can still make a good life of themselves despite their mother and father being absent, um, which actually leads into some very like interesting uh, cultural aspects, especially like um, with the American life, the crazy household, but then everyone's trying to like do their own thing, um, which I believe that uh, Kennedy came prepared to talk about today.
2: Yeah. So thank you. Um- as mentioned before, The Gallagher House is pretty chaotic and always full of drama, um, but this also encourages most of the ideas for the episodes. Being that they are all from the south side of Chicago, it is a constant issue for them to be low on money, meaning all of them have to pigeon f- um, to pay bills, especially the kids, because of their father's inability to, um, to contribute. Um, you may feel more inclined to watch this show because the characters are, in a very dysfunctional way, still relatable. You have Fiona who is forced to be the mom of the house because of the circumstances of their absent parents. Fiona, Lip, Ian, Debbie, Carl, and Liam are all children of addicts who are too selfish to care for their own children. Ian is a gay teenage boy in this and in this episode Lip is just discovering this fact about his brother. At first it seems as though Lip is trying to understand um, isn't trying to understand his brother, but at the end of the episode he comes around and makes it clear that he was more upset that Ian wasn't comfortable enough to tell him about this big part of his identity. There are also a lot of emotional appeals throughout the episode um, to connect the audience to the characters. One of the most intriguing emotional scenes in the episode was when Fiona and Ian are speaking late at night. Ian basically tells Fiona that he finds it sad that she takes always thinking for everybody as a sign of being needed and wanted. Ian also explains that, that... explains that if that's all she really wants, then Frank will always need her to be there for, um, to take care of him for the rest of their lives. This viewpoint of Fiona also goes into what parts of these characters are presented. The viewers are always <clears throat> exposed to the struggles of the Gallagher household. Their struggles in relationships, whether it's romantic or with each other, their struggles to keep up with money, since all of their funds typically go towards bills, and lastly, their struggles in everyday life of living in a poor neighborhood. The intention of the show seems more focused on informing viewers of what a family in this type of demographic deals with regularly. On the outside, the Gallaghers just look like a dysfunctional, poor, neglected family. Um, But they are also kids who are forced to grow up quickly due to their circumstances. In addition, they are clearly still learning how to love and be loved properly, which is presented through the types of relationships these characters involve themselves in. Throughout the episode, Fiona is fighting off this new potential lover, Steve, who feels um, is too good for her because he fights for her and offers her um, nice things that she's not used to. She soon changes her mind about him when she finds out he steals and resells cars for a living. On the other hand, Ian is sleeping with a much older, married man at his workplace. Not only is this man secretly gay married with kids, but he's two to three times Ian's age. If a viewer was allowed to place themselves in the place of Fiona or Ian in this episode, they would get back um, what it means to be a child of a household that doesn't quite know how to be in a healthy, morally correct relationship. Something about the Gallaghers that you learn quickly as a viewer is that the idea of morals is a strained concept.
0: Thank you, Kennedy. It is um, like kind of, that is also an interesting dynamic on the show, how um, I guess like, The producer kind of tries to portray everyday life but also like keep it in the most unusual and like bizarre kind of way possible but it is interesting the the last point that you brought up about how um the relationships that fiona and ian are in and also kind of uh lip like we learn within the first few episodes that like lib is like sort of and i'm not really sure like what exactly happens there because i haven't really watched that much of the show but Um, they're kind of like in a weird, like on and off sort of relationship with each other. And, um, it isn't, it definitely doesn't seem like it's a very healthy relationship, especially considering that, like within the first few episodes, like Frank moves into Karen's house. Um, and so it kind of just makes things really complicated. Um, I also noticed that a lot with like the title sequence, like, um, where like the one where they show like the the bathroom and sort of just people walking in and out and like doing various activities um you can kind of tell like from there on that like a lot of uh a lot of things that like the the kids do are kind of like things you wouldn't really expect to see in like a like some more stable household um so yeah that's like a very interesting thing to think about um, so next up we have, uh, Miguel, who's going to be covering the visual aspect of the show. So go for it.
3: Um, hello, my name is Miguel and I am in charge of the visual, a- visual aspect of the show of Shameless. And I think a very interesting side of the show is the characters and the character development, even seen in the first two, three to half of the season. Um, mostly seen physically, of like what the characters are doing. Um, It's like almost like the characters paint this forever moving background behind them. We see Lip always smoking, drinking, or even working and doing uh, school work done with like um, the SATs. Um, We see Fiona packing lunches, working multiple jobs, and even trying to have fun in the midst of all the chaos that she's in. And we just see um, the... The younger siblings, mostly just doing whatever they want, knowing that there's no parent around watching them and this is only about the characters, but I really think the setting and where the show is even being uh, held really sculpts these characters into pieces. Uh, we were always in the raggedy streets of South Chicago, always uh, revolved around the Gallagher house um, in the very um I believe in the second episode. Uh, we always get these cutscenes or over the shoulder uh images of when Fiona opens the refrigerator and then we see empty milk bottles we see a half eating chicken uh a ton of alcohol that we believe is consumed only by frank um and it just adds more to like the broken house knowing that you know no one ever goes shopping for groceries and immediately is not just the refrigerator so the sink filled with dishes the bathroom scene of the very first episode is we see liam taking out um dipping clothes into it um we see sexual intercourse being done by fiona and um the lover so it just really makes it just really makes it like very unpleasing but like we see how this is like their normal. And we always get also um, various cutscenes, scenes, especially after um, an important scene is done. Um, especially Frank, we see him always passed out under the L, which is like the subway for, for Chicago. And it adds like a homeless reference for, for them, even though he has a home, but I guess it just adds that touch, that Frank is just like this absent father. And it just, it depicts the background of the setting in which we are in. And and it's what really made me choose a visual aspect because it just, um it makes it raw, like almost like raw footage. And adding to the rawness of the show is the camera angles that shameless displays. We see many medium distance cameras almost like a 4K footage of his family's life in many episodes. Another another um, angle is that characters are almost entitled to to certain angles. Like Frank, literally almost all, all the time, is seen passed out and then we get like uh, as if like a camera is strapped to his torso facing his face and each inch that he moves, the camera moves him. So it adds... As if you can see what is happening or how he's struggling to even get up, and and just like these these angles, the the setting, it just it just adds to what these family is going through and what they're just dealing with. Um, I really think the show does an amazing job on the visual aspects, and I feel like it's almost relying on the background. Not that. The, the rest of the show can go by itself, but w- where they are at and located, I can go on and on about how how the scenes help with the characters. Um, yeah, just, you should definitely give it a watch if you're into, sorry. Um, was, all right, you're all good. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a bit for the uh, visual aspects of the show.
0: Uh, thank you, Miguel, and, uh, yeah, I did find that really interesting. One thing that I noticed that I actually didn't really think about until you started talking about, like, I guess, like, the camera work in a sense is, like, um, specifically with, like, Frank and Fiona, I think. Those are, like, the two kind of main characters, like, in the first episode, sort of the dynamic between the two of them is, like, really important. And I noticed that, like whenever there's, like, a scene where, like, Fiona's sort of, like, the main person of the scene, like, the camera movements are, like, really quick. They kind of, like, cut really fast because she's sort of, like, uh, like, I don't know, like, rushing to get food or something or, like, making sure that everyone's, like, dressed properly or whatever it is, like, um, those movements are kind of quick. And I also noticed that, like, I watched, like, the first few episodes, every time there's a scene with Frank and he's, like, drunk, um, the camera, like, the camera angles sort of change, like, randomly. They kind of, like, sway around all weird, kind of, like, making you kind of understand what his sort of state is and how he's sort of looking around everywhere. Like, he might be confused or, like, very drunk. Um, But, yeah, that's something that I didn't really even consider until, like, just now. So, yeah, um, I think that's, like, an interesting thing to, like, remember is that Shameless is sort of... Um As chaotic as it seems, and as unlikely as it is to relate to very many people, in the sense of having a six person absent mother, absent father, chaotic family, um, has a lot of parts, like like little sections of the show that are relatable, like um like Ian growing up like like as a person who's gay, like in a uh, place that maybe isn't so accepting of it, or like. Fiona's sort of like having to step up and take care of everyone while also trying to have her own life. Um, those kind of things. And it's, it's a, definitely a really interesting show to check out. So, yeah, thank you.